0: A special thank you to our sponsor, Associated Industries of Massachusetts, also known as AIM. AIM is the largest business association in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. To learn more about AIM, you can visit aimnet.org. That's A-I-M-N-E-T dot org. Hi, I'm Juliet Mayers, Welcome to Entering the Inspiration Zone with Juliet Mayers, a podcast for business professionals and entrepreneurs seeking positive connection and professional development. As an accomplished author, speaker, DEI strategist, and member of Forbes Coaches Council, I am living the dream, and I love helping others achieve their dreams. Each episode, I will share with you actionable steps that you can take to build the work and life you've imagined. Hi there. Welcome again to Entering the Inspiration Zone with Juliet Mayers. I am your host, and I am so excited about today's episode. Today, we're gonna break down strategic networking. This is one of the core that we'll be talking about throughout this series. And as I mentioned in a previous episode, it's all very, very important to make sure you have a vision of what it is you want to do and where you want to go. So what is strategic networking anyways? It's about really networking with a plan, right? And what is fascinating to me is that many of us have plans for everything Across the board, when it comes to our work efforts, right? If you're in a corporation, you're doing planning on some level, whether it's your boss creates a plan and tells you what your particular role is in helping to support and execute that plan, or you may be an entrepreneur and you had a plan for your company. And as things happen, you may have to change those plans and you see, so you have some kind of an inkling of planning. What is fascinating to me is very rarely do we take the time to really look holistically at our lives and look at the role that critical relationships play in helping us to achieve those plans. And so strategic networking is about networking with a plan. It takes into account not just the professional realm, but also your personal realm because all of these things, particularly as COVID-19 has shown us, have an impact on our lives. So when we think about strategic networking on this podcast, we are talking about a holistic approach to it. We're talking about who are the critical people in our lives, who are the people that we want to make sure that we're paying attention to and that are helping us to achieve our plans or dreams. And it's not just about taking from those people, but also giving to those people. And unlike transactional, you know, let me figure out who I can connect this person to just for this particular project. We are thinking about this holistically and in terms of a life plan. So one of the things that I want to also share with you that you may want to pick up Certainly, I would be thrilled if you do, The Guide to Strategic Networking, and that is my book on strategic networking, as it sounds. And as many of my listeners are quickly finding out, all of these things are all connected. So we're going to talk a little bit about, okay, we said we should have a plan. We said strategic networking is about thinking holistically about that plan. And how do I make this into something that is relevant to my life? Let's figure out what is it that you really want? So if you go back to your grand vision, we talked about last time, your grand vision and what that means in terms of really identifying a key role, key goal that you have for yourself and how you're going to achieve that. So that could be for some people, it may be finding a job, right? We're in this phase right now of the great resignation where people are really doing a lot of soul searching and trying to figure out what my next step be. So it could be finding a new job. It could be starting a new venture. Maybe you've been putting off starting that new business and what better time to reassess what's important in your life. Or it could be that you're thinking about, you know what, I love my company. I feel quite a sense of belonging here. And I really would like to figure out how can I be more effective at my job and position position myself for that next opportunity? It could be accelerating your career where you may feel, I've been in this role long enough. It's time to take that next step and let me think more strategically about how to get there. And for some people, it could be preparing for retirement. Now, why on earth would you need strategic networking for that? Well, many, many studies have found that those who have a plan after retirement tend to be happier in retirement or It's not so much retirement these days as it is that next stage of living and making sure you have a plan for the money, the people you want to connect to, who's going to be your your posse? Who's going to be your tribe in terms of the people you will hang out with or do things with? So you get the picture. It could be really any life goal that you may have. And now you are going to construct a roadmap, a plan on how to get you there. And later on in the series, we're going to go in depth and I will share with you a model for strategic networking that I have found to be very effective because all of us are managing so many relationships, so many things, and time is the one limiting factor that we have. We all have the same amount of it and there's only so much that we can do. And so we are going to explore a little later on how you can effectively use your time and so forth. But for right now, I just wanted to introduce the concept, define what I mean by strategic networking, and also think about how it plays into why it's so important for us to build and manage our brand. And that takes me to the next thing I said we'd be talking about in this episode, building and managing your brand. Now, let me define for you what I call a personal brand. And there are many, many different definitions of branding. Some of them are quite fancified. So I define a brand as your personal brand is the embodiment of who and what you represent in the mind of others. I'll say that again your personal brand is the embodiment of who and what you represent in the minds of others. And so you think about that for a minute, you might want to write that down and and noodle on it for a bit. Um, It is about how other people are perceiving you, how other people are receiving you, and it has a tremendous impact on your ability to network effectively, to achieve your goals, really on just about everything, to be an effective business person. And it's so important that we really think strategically about how you go to do that. And so in this context, when we talk about personal branding, we're going to be thinking of it in terms of that definition. And so what are some of the key things that are important for building and managing your personal brand? And the first one I would say is communication. How we communicate is something that we kind of have gotten a little sloppy with, in my view, you know. And I say we because sometimes I fall into bad habits too. So I want to bring this to all of our attention because it's something I continue to work on. And it's something that if you are looking to build and manage your brand, that you would want to pay attention to. So it's as simple as the daily email that you may be sending to a colleague or the call, the message that you may have left on a voicemail. And these things seem so, so simple, like what's the big deal, you know, and every little impression creates a form of who you are. So if your communications are sloppy and riddled with time, Lots of errors or whatever, people may think, you know what, Uh, that person doesn't really care so much about how they're coming across. And, you know, it's not a big deal. It's not a formal letter, blah, blah, blah. This is not a communication course, and we're not going to delve deeply into that, but just for you to think about, okay, I've got to give some thought about how I'm communicating because it has a tremendous impact on how others perceive me and receive me. So I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story right now. I have been had situations, and I shared in a previous episode, I've been in the only one scenario quite a few times as a Black woman in corporate America, which is where I spent the majority of my time before I started my side hustle, which is now my full-time job. And and I, I am living the dream, as I said. I was in situations often where I was the only one. And oftentimes I would communicate, say something, and I felt like it was falling on deaf ears or people were ignoring me. And I have to be honest with you in saying, I would wonder, hmm, is it because I'm black? <laughs> and, and I know some people say, well, it's not, not always about race or whatever. Well, bias, unfortunately, plays into a l- lot of what we think, how we perceive others and so forth. But my point in raising that is not to have a course or to to go down the path of talking about bias, but to say that too has an influence our unconscious bias, which it is in most cases, impacts how we perceive and receive others and how others communicate. So in that instance, let me let me go back to the little story I was going to share. Uh, I remember having a conversation. Uh, it was a back and forth with a colleague. Uh, and th- this was in a staff meeting, and it was all white males. And, uh, you know, uh, there was one white female, and I was the a black female in that situation. And I remember these guys, because they were guys, were impassioned in talking about, you know, they weren't agreeing, but they were sort of debating. And uh, so I chimed in. And you know, shared my point of view, and it was like almost like the conversation stopped. And it was like, why is Juliet so angry? And I was not angry, I was just sharing like everybody else. Point being that in that particular situation, whether it was bias, whether it was gender, whether it was that, whatever, my communication was not effective because somehow people perceived me, even though it wasn't intended to be the angry Black woman. OMG. Every single Black woman, nobody wants to be labeled the angry Black woman. And quite frankly, most people aren't angry. However, again, bias can play into that. So what does that mean from a communication style for me? It means I need to be aware of it. I need to make sure that I am managing the entire situation, that I'm building relationships with others That so that When you have a good relationship or good rapport with colleagues, your intentions are, you you cut people a little bit more slack, right? You you operate with a little bit more grace. And so you too want to be, whether you are a white male, whether you are a black woman, whether you're disabled, what, uh, whether, whether your, whatever your otherness is, it's important to be thoughtful about how you may be perceived. And it's not to say you can't be authentic or you don't want to be authentic, but you do need to be aware of how you may be coming across and how others may be perceiving you because it has such a big impact on your brand and your ability to be effective. So enough said on that one. We'll definitely be revisiting that at some later point. But the point here I want to bring home is that we are responsible for managing. We do have some control over how others see us, how others perceive us. And we want to operate in ways that are going to enhance our effectiveness, that are going to build our brand in a positive way and not in ways that are going to derail our brand or derail our effectiveness. And this is much more complex than we have time to get into here. So the key message I want you to walk away with from this particular example around the importance of communication is that you have control. You have some control, not always. And yes, there are some cases that are are so blatant that forget unconscious is outright bias, right? Uh, And I get that, believe me, given the work that I do. But the key thing I want you to think about is you have some control in, in that communication. You have some control in how you position yourself. So let's dial it back a little. I talked about what I could have done differently in that situation. And what I want you to do is to think about what are some of the situations that you have had where you have walked away thinking, well, that didn't go so well, or wow, I reached out to that person, they didn't respond, or "You know, I tried to network with that person and they totally ignored me, they ghosted me, whatever. And examine, take a look inward first to see, is it something that you may have done, how you may have done it, how you may have said it, you know, have you really honed your craft? Did you, so the introspection first, I think it's important that we all look at ourselves first and then look at what else may be a contributing factor to why that exchange didn't go so well. And this is really, really critical because when we have strong brands, when we have great relationships, it makes a whole lot of other things work really, really well. And so this topic is so, so important that we absolutely, we will be in our next episode talking about continuing our conversation about branding. So for today, what I'd like each of you to do is to first go back to okay back to the, we started this podcast with talking about strategic networking and how it is defined and talking about what is the filter for you? Are you trying to find a job? Are you trying to start a business? Are you thinking about retirement or whatever? So for your making it real action items, I want you to think about, okay, which of those Or what are the ones that apply to me? Because none of those may have applied to you and make it real for yourself by putting down on a piece of paper or in your phone, whatever you're using to say, okay, what are the areas that I'm focused on, that I'd like to focus on for strategic networking? And what are the things that I need to think about from a communication standpoint that I may be doing to impact my brand or to impact my effectiveness? and think about what could I have done differently? And to give you some ideas, if you'd like to, as I mentioned before, if you wanna take a deeper dive into uh, some ideas about this, feel free to certainly download my my book or uh, take a look at on the website to see how you can look at some tools to navigate and to think about how you can be more effective on this end. And next time around, we'll be talking more about continuing our conversation about personal branding. And so until then, happy, happy networking. And I look forward to continuing our conversation here on Entering the Inspiration Zone with Juliet Mayers. Thank you for joining us on Entering the Inspiration Zone. Until next time, we would love to hear from you. So if you'd like to join our mailing list, please send an email to info at inspirationzonellc.com. That's info at llc.com And be sure to put podcast in the subject line. Thank you and have a fabulous day.